0: This is Audio Galleries, Conversations, Connecting Collectors, and Art Enthusiasts. Audio Galleries. GM friends, GM, welcome everybody. We have had a couple of very busy weeks. We are pleased to be back. Welcome all to episode 17 of Audio Galleries, a rug radio production in partnership with Timepieces. Rug radio. There we are. A little jingle there. I love that one. I am Benjamin White. I am at the NFT 101, your host. Very, very quick disclaimer before we get going. This show is not intended to, nor should it be treated as financial advice. Please do your own research and make your own decisions at all times and stay safe in Web3. It's also a recorded Twitter Spaces that will go on to become a published podcast. So please consider this when requesting to speak. Can you all do me a wonderful favor and retweet the pinned post up in the nest, the first one, uh, which is actually this Spaces itself, I would be very grateful if you would do that. Let more people know that we have a wonderful conversation going on right here and right now. Also, head down to the little purple button in the bottom right-hand corner. Some of you have already done that. Introduce yourself. Let us know who you are, who you're enjoying collecting, what you're loving in the art space right now. We want to hear it. We will read them all. We will reply. Okay. Very quick admin as well, like Audio Galleries project admin before we get going. Thank you to everyone who claimed their Muster the Monsters tickets over the last two weeks. For those of you who don't know, at Audio Galleries, as well as supporting artists with shows like this one, we're also building uh, an IP and a wonderful storyline around a collection of monsters. (laughs) Wonderful editions created by Doug from Toy Boogers. Uh, The collection is called Munch and Mumbo, and you can learn more about this in the Audio Gallery's Discord. 1,500 tickets were claimed, and from now on, holders can burn those for different characters within the collection, Uh, no additional cost apart from gas, etc. And they'll be released over the coming months. Lots of fun. Okay, back to business. And talking of fun, episode 16 with Karen Jurczyk. Goodness me, weeks ago now, three weeks ago. A lot of fun. She is a wonderful creator, brilliant guest. Thank you to those who minted goofballs, her generative clay-made collection of goofy, nostalgic characters. We closed on 445 minted, which is fantastic. And I was able to send Karen her share of the mint, which was like three and a quarter ETH. Who says a quarter? 3.25 ETH. Share of revenue for artists now sitting at over $185,000 in 16 episodes. That makes me feel very proud. Thank you to everyone who has contributed to that. Really couldn't be more grateful. Audio Galleries is an educational art-focused Web3 project working to connect emerging and established artists with a community of digital art collectors and enthusiasts. Hosted each week, I need to change that line, hosted most weeks, the show features an artist either emerging or firmly established who is focused on creating incredible work making it available via the blockchain. I interview each guest, giving you, the audience, an opportunity to learn more about their style, their inspiration, their process, previous works, future plans, musical tastes. Great choice, Adi, again. During the show, we launch an open edition mint on OpenSea, hello OpenSea. It's an open edition mint with artwork provided by our guest, and available to purchase between 15 and 75 us dollars audio galleries mint pass holders who mint this piece will also be rewarded with a second exclusive piece by the same artist if you would like more information follow audio galleries who are in the speaker people there in the audience (laughs) or go to our discord um subscribe to the newsletter i don't know all kinds of ways to get in touch with us dm me uh but yes do that i am joined today by tristan from OpenSea. hey tristan
1: Hit then. I am
0: okay. How are you doing? I'm
1: doing fabulous. Good. What's new?
0: Anything Anything exciting?
1: Anything exciting. Just had a lovely uh, July 4th week slash weekend, still sort of recovering from the vacation nice. and uh, getting back into the swing of, uh, of the chaos. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of chaos going on. Always. I was listening to GM Web3 earlier for Oak, Mando and OSF covering it over there recommend you guys go back and listen to that if you want a real deep dive into what's happening in crypto and nfts right now we're not doing that we are talking art and we also have the timepieces account on stage as this is another timepieces partnership space hey timepieces have i got tamika hey how you doing tamika I'm good. How are good, you? Good, good. How are you? What's new? What's good?
1: Nothing much. We are incredibly excited to have Addie today. Yeah. She is a fantastic timepieces artist um, who participated in our Deepak Chopra collection, the Seven Collection, and created a fantastic. Uh, NFT edition cover for Deepak's uh, 25th anniversary of the Seven Spiritual Loss of Success. Amazing. Um, so I'm really excited to see her art uh, being showcased again um, in this collab.
0: Yeah, really, really looking forward to it. I called up with Adi about an hour ago. Um, we had a great conversation, really wonderful character. Can't wait to delve into this. So our artist for today, as we said, it's Adi Spiegelman, a former tennis player and model from Israel. Um, has been featured in publications such as Vogue, Vanity Teen, Element, uh, L, ment Element. I, I get the play on words. It's an L magazine, I'm assuming, but yeah, different one. Uh, and has worked with amazing brands such as Armani, Swarovski, and Diesel. She has transitioned her focus in recent years to painting as a creative outlet and a form of healing, which we will cover in a moment. Her first one of one NFT, titled Vibrant Brainwash sold out within a week of its release. Most recently, her paintings showcased as part of the nifty gateway show Immersion X, uh, displayed at Art Basel. And as Tamika just said, uh, she was also part of the Seven Collection drop by Time Pieces and Deepak uh, earlier this year. Was it earlier this year? I, time just falls yes. away. It was earlier this year. <laughs> yeah, right at the top of this year. That's right. Adi, welcome.
2: Welcome, welcome.
0: How are you doing? All right.
2: Yeah, I'm very excited and honored to be here. Well,
0: the honor is ours. Thank you very much. Uh, I always do the kind of uh, introduction that is very clear that I've kind of like just asked someone for a bio or, you know, checked out a website. I'm very uncreative when it comes to my introductions, So perhaps (laughs) you would like to uh, do us a bit more of a personal introduction. Why don't you give us um, a hello and let us know who you are and what you do?
2: Okay, so first of all, hi, everyone. Um, thank you so much for making the time to be here and listen and get to know me. Really excited and don't really have the words to describe it. It's I'm, I'm It's been such an amazing experience to work with time and have their team really inspire me and push me to make art and like take that route in my life which is not the path I was in before and regardless to that I was born in 1999 I don't know I'm 24 from Israel originally I moved to Europe to play professional tennis when I was 11 so I've been living in Switzerland for a few years in Roger Federer's Academy and then in Novak Djokovic and uh, Zagreb and kind of had that life for until I was 16, 17, and then started modeling a bit before, did the same thing there, kind of blew up very fast, lived in between countries, worked a lot. And a year ago, I kind of got to a point that I'm no longer willing to live with the level of abuse that modeling and acting world bring. And decided to choose my own self and like my life rather than be that a tool in a bigger system that is just a vicious cycle that will never bring me any happiness regardless to physical or material success or like whatever it comes with. It will never be equal to my well-being. I have an amazing therapist who told me to start painting. And start releasing a lot of trauma on the canvas and that's what I did and one thing led to another
0: that's amazing Um, first of all like huge congratulations to you it's a incredibly brave step that I'm sure many people wouldn't have taken and would have continued on the path they were on because that's the path they knew and I think it takes a great deal of bravery to put yourself out there like that also Congratulations and fair play to your therapist, because who would have known that you were such a wonderful artist? She's, um, and...
2: <laughs> she's this woman, I'm, I'm telling you, she's, a fuck. she's the reason I, I live in the States. Like, she's the one who pushed me to do the most brave and profound and honest choices in my life. She's, I owe her my life and she probably should get 25% of my earnings for the rest of my life. Well, but I should not. say you are. That.
0: Don't say that too loud.
2: Nope.
0: <laughs> um, Definitely Adi, not
2: her.
0: You, you, you've already touched on it. Then, like a very varied um, uh, career: modeling, tennis. Uh, we've got some insight there into like how you took the step to become an artist. But that isn't necessarily like how you became an artist, right? Like, have you always known that art was something that you loved and that you were good at? Is it? always been an outlet for you like what encouraged you to say okay i'm gonna turn away and move into something else and art is that something else like what what were the steps that that led to that decision
2: i actually love that question so if you saw how i painted or how i i'm drawing it's uh it's a shame it's embarrassing um (laughs) like since i was a child in school like I would be the one that people would call the parents to say if something is wrong with a dyslexic child like this is like too ugly for 7 8 year old like that's so that I was like that type of cast of a kid so our like painting or drawing was never something ever I thought I will do more than just like doodle or for my own fun but it's not something I was talented or good at um, and Honestly I can really yeah even now when I think about it it's like I'm obviously talented but in it but I don't think the 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 way I make art it's it's very non typical it's not like the modern uh norm of painters that you know they're very hyper realistic or even abstract painters I can't even make abstract like seriously I tried yesterday for hours like my brain isn't allowing me God knows why it's, um, I don't have the technical, uh, side of it or like the, it's, it was never my thing. I never approached it from like that place of like perfection or like knowledge or profession. It, it's it for me to always been always, it's been a year since I started here and two months. Um, almost like journaling, like, like I would just like write poetry pour my soul like all my pain into the paper, it's equal to that. So it's full on expressionism, like narrow expressionism, which is like very bold line, very almost like ugly, almost like vomiting on the canvas. Like I'm pouring it as, as I feel it and it's not gonna be beautiful. It's probably gonna be a little bit like itchy to look at sometimes, like will make you feel not comfortable but it's for sure going to make you feel. And for me, that's what makes art good. It's the aspect of, is it, does it make you feel something? Does it get you into a place with yourself if it's good or bad or something? That's the, this is why I love art. This is why I love good cinema. This is why I love acting or music. That's the, because the rest of it in the world is so mechanical and technical and logical. And here there is no logic. It's full on feeling. So that's my approach.
1: Hey, Adi, where do you where do you find or take inspiration? Because, you know, you're, you're classifying yourself in this neo-expressionist uh, sort of story and canon, which I, I think is really spot on. I'm curious, do you do you pull inspiration more from sort of like your surroundings, your environment, your emotion, your sort of current state? Or is it really from other neo-expressionists or other artists
2: so um, or a combination um, of
1: both so for
2: starters um okay I'm I'm, I'm gonna be brutally honest I'm usually am um so when I so yeah I'm Israeli it's like give me that <laughs> <laughs> um so when I started again I had no I know a lot about art but never when it came to
0: visual art,
2: like painters, I obviously knew that, like Picasso and uh, Van Gogh and Robert uh, Motherwell. It was really, really basic knowledge, almost like way worse, like way less than I should have. I'm an educated intelligent person. I should have had way more knowledge when it comes to that. I didn't know who Basquiat was and which is shame, shameful. And I I started, (laughs) I didn't know. And I started, like, I've always been fascinated with, like, very tribal um, cultures. I have a family member who been for 40 years now traveling in tribal, working with National Geographic. And I spoke with her, FaceTiming her recently, actually before I really started painting. And she showed me, like, live how they're in this tribe. And it just, like, stroked me. And mm-hmm. I started, like almost like paint what I saw, but as a variation of like, if I was there. So almost like if I was that person who was in that scenario, in that condition, lived there. So almost like, the, like put myself in their shoes and I did this painting. And again, my therapist, which is like a PhD in art therapy, was like, "Wow." Hey, she told me it reminds me of Basquiat. And I'm like, of what? What is this? so then she forced me to buy a book and read and see and i was like oh wow he's he's wow he's amazing so then i started like slowly like see and learn it and kind of educate myself um but then i forced myself to get out of that like this is his i cannot do something that is somebody else's i it will hunt me down i can't it my brain won't let me I will keep yeah. doing the painting until I will ruin it and create my own, like my own version of it. So, at yeah. the beginning, I think I was more like drawn into that, and then I found my voice, and now it's full on either my my child, like the child in me, or my my child uh, self yeah. um, painted or mm-hmm. other versions of me or other aspects of me and yeah 99 percent it's like full-on my emotions my mental state just like expressing it almost like instead of writing it even though I'm mostly writing as well on it yeah
1: but it's within me I think you know you're hitting so many important points I think neo-expressionism is such a vulnerable uh style of art to pursue there's a lot of pain there's a lot of emotion there's a lot of color and boldness and you see this with you know some of the masters of it like Basquiat like Anselm Kiefer and they really built on the foundation set in the original expressionism movement right of the 1890s with Edward Munch and Kandinsky and Paul Klee and It's just amazing to see how web three artists and how, you know, new, newer creators on the scene and young artists are adapting this to suit them and tell their story and find their own identities within it. It's what you're doing is really incredible. It's really brave. And in my opinion, it's one of the most difficult art forms to really uh, succeed in because to really make someone feel what you're feeling or feel something from your work is, is the thing to your point that makes it art and you're you're really uh you're nailing it on the head. You're killing it. It's it's absolutely stunning, stunning work. Thank you, so I I
2: I'm like I'm with a smile, I'm like speechless.
1: Like honestly coming
2: like having you guys to affirm that it has v- value when it comes to more mm-hmm. in a more technical because you guys have the you you know what you speak, like for me, it's, I'm this not amateur because now I'm doing it full time. But like, you guys really know what you, you speak about. So I'm like, Jeez. wow! If they say that's that must be good. That they go
1: on. <laughs> it's just fun I to my it. art history degree to, to good use. I'm like geeking out over here. I love I when love we, I love. Give I love talking about art historical canons, and it's we'll have to geek out about it on another uh, on another call.
2: <laughs> I, I'm so I'm like,
1: put me in that rabbit hole, please. I, love it. I got
2: you
0: great great question um tristan thank you so much um you've touched on something there Adi, uh, specifically like about your story and how it uh your art form enables you to demonstrate or showcase like different parts of you like different like the child in you and and other uh, you know other parts of your character art can obviously be such a powerful form of therapy and we've touched on that in your introduction self-expression could you describe then your creative process as a result of your experiences with PTSD without going into any details that might be uncomfortable for you
2: first of all I really love your question guys like it's yeah that's it's so refreshing for me sorry for going out of topic but it's it's even like this this space like this that type of podcast or it's a podcast it's a space but like compared to everything every type of interview or or tv interview or uh, meeting i had my entire life tennis or modeling it's so honest and real and like actually attached to real life and not this matrix like fake vicious cycle that like that social media creates and it's so refreshing for me even just like being in that conversation now with you guys it's just like it blows my mind so Thanks, just Adi. thank you for that
0: i yeah. know oh, it means a lot but yeah that's um i really appreciate that but let's talk about you like t- tell us so tell us about no no not at all no I'm, <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to remind you of the question yeah, no, no. but uh um, but yeah like your your creative process yeah. um p- particularly linked to kind of that that PTSD thing that you spoke about in your video so eloquently?
2: So basically, usually when, I can only speak for myself. So a lot of things that I realized in the past year was that my brain, there's so many holes in my memory and dissociated parts in my past and in myself that almost like if someone else in your life would experience it. So in a logical thing, you understand it, like you don't understand, but like, oh yeah, that happened to her. And then it just, the PTSD side of it, it it came every time I'm doing like, it's like art meditative, like uh, mindful art. I'm just like sitting, I'm painting hours, like I'm in this studio, like seven, eight hours or whenever. And it's like, I'm painting at night and then just like in, in the zone. And then it just like, it hits you like almost like you're I'm staring at the canvas and all of a sudden I'm seeing a video in my mind of something horrible that happened to me that I've never seen before never almost like it's it's insanity it's you can like your brain just reveal you that for the first time something you have no idea that happened to you because it feels it it comes from your nervous system it feels like there is something balanced in you and Strong enough to cope with it in like a in um from like a dorsal neurological survival place that you won't develop like a schizophrenia as a re, like as a result of like that level of trigger mm. and it just like attacks your brain and then I'm just like breaking down and putting it on the canvas as it is
0: that's amazing and so like. So you're you're painting memories that perhaps your brain has kind of from a survival point of view, just kind of like buried and try to hold from you so that you can kind of like continue as normal. And and these are these memories, visions, I I think memories is probably the better word, are kind of coming back to you. And then you're taking that moment to capture that in your style from a painting point of view. And also you work in graffiti, right? Yeah,
2: I'm doing, I'm mostly doing like mixed media. It's just like, so it's graffiti, acrylic, paint sticks, oil, uh, like oil, oil sticks, not not like uh, oil, uh, like brush color. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's just like it, most of the times I'm like in front of the canvas, like trying to plan what I'm painting and obviously fails. It will never work. Because it's not, I'm not that type of painter. And then, like it, something will hit my mind of like, holy fucking shit! It's like, what um, the fuck was that? And then I'm just like, literally taking that, putting it on the canvas.
0: And how does that feel? And I, I don't mean, I don't mean how does it feel when you look at your work and you think, oh, that that looks good. I'm I'm happy with that. I mean, more like, how does it feel to like exercise those feelings through that output? Like to for for you to confront. Those memories through, like through your hands and through the the you know the tools that you use to then create something like what what is that feeling like in in the moment when you're creating?
2: I think first of all, I think it's it's it feels a painful and brave and courageous and but mostly it's really what it really feels while even I'm doing it a closure. Because mostly in life, the closure is not with the person you went through something with or that did something to you because it's not really about the other person in life. It's always come back to you. It's whoever is out there in life. It's a reflection of yourself eventually. It's like a reflection of whatever you're taking that and doing it individually. What am I doing with that thing that happened to me now? So it's the closest form of closure. I can have with that trauma
0: and is it forgive me for asking a question no, no, that no, might do. be difficult do. is it diff is it difficult oh yeah is it's, it hard like, is it sad is it is it like um, i'm just trying to because so like so, many so many people take, yeah, yeah, so many like people take yeah so many people take such joy <laughs> no, out no, 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 no. of uh, uh,
2: and again both like i i yesterday i i was like painting for seven hours and i actually did a painting trying to make an abstract painting um, for four hours failing. And it's very, it's not easy, but it's like, I'm just need to pour paint. And I, I kept laughing about myself. I'm like, oh my God, this is hilarious. It's like, wow, like it doesn't work. And then I just took like the spray paints and I'm like, try to make an obstructive thing of like, I don't know how to paint abstract with a smiley. And I was like cracking up the entire time. One of the best experience I had in my studio so that's super fun, and I'm doing so much of my work as well these days uh, from that place as well because it's obviously it's uh, the joy about being an artist and every everything in life is having like the evolution and, and develop and grow and expand. Um, so I don't want to just like stop in the shell of pain and misery and without growing out of it that will be the core but like there are so many other beautiful things it's not just one thing it's all of it um so it just now it's all of it i have amazing paintings that are super happy and that i'm having so much fun creating and sometimes it's just like the inner child in me that was like god knows what like abused and and it's painful, but then I will go to a different one. And just like, I'm so ADHD, so I'm doing like five paintings uh, at a time, usually. Um, so I think that's where I get the most joy. It's not one thing. It's constantly growing and evolving.
1: Adi, it sounds like some of the things you've learned from art are, are like, you know, acceptance, right? Like accepting how you are feeling and sort of embracing that feeling. And also, like, learning to love the process of failure and building from that. I th- those are things that are, like, so applicable universally to your life. I'm curious if there are any other more personal things that you've learned about yourself through the process of making art. Um,
2: first of all, um, about what you just said, you have no idea how you're on point. Like, I came from it. I was a professional tennis player. In my oh, mind, yeah. what I, I would be in Starbucks. The person next to me... Get the order before me. I failed. It would hunt me down. Like, yeah. so doing that switch to like enjoying the fact that I will, it, it's it's not even about failure, but like how many times it's not gonna work the way I want to. It's it, I I learned mostly about the law, like the law of attraction side of it. Of like, yeah. the more I will try to l- latch onto. The control, like, I I will go there from a logical place because I know what I want. It will constantly, always going to fail. And the more control I'm letting go of, and the more trust I have in me and in my ability and in my feeling and my essence when I'm painting, the more flowing and honest it will be. And therefore, I'm going to keep that pain, not just paint over it. And I learned that in the most, like intense way. I don't think that that just showed me over repetitively more than any other things in my life. It just showed me taught me that about my life as well. And life in general. Um, And I learned so much. I learned like how I learned like what happened to me. And it's like, I've done a lot of like, I'm very lucky to have amazing team since I was a child like if whatever profession or personal type of thing Mm -hmm. it is the things I've seen because I was like in a flow of painting are things that like not EMDR or like brain scans that I've done nothing would reveal I can guarantee you I've like nothing have and then I just so it's like it opened a lot of like a lot of black holes and a lot of beautiful other just like deep dive and it allows me to explore all those sides and I'm so grateful for that.
1: It's insane.
0: Great yeah. question, Tristan. Amazing. Thank you. Um, I'm going to uh change the mood a little minute and I'm gonna play a really uh quirky little um <laughs> jingle. So I hope Let's you don't go. mind, Adi. Let's go. <laughs>
2: Dude, your jingle so far have been like brilliant. <laughs>
0: artist edition is live. Okay, yes. This means that Adi's uh, beautiful artwork, In Between, is now live on OpenSea for anyone to go and mint. Uh, You can just go to the homepage, opensea.io, and down in the notable collections, you will see Adi's piece. Um, It's called In Between. You can mint it now. It's an open edition, open for 72 hours. So congratulations, Adi, that is now live. It is a stunning piece. Um, I'm just gonna very quickly cover how people can then claim the second piece as well. So there is a second artwork that Adi has created called Ego Death. Um, Also a very, very cool piece of artwork. You can see them both pinned in the tweet in the nest at the moment. Um, To be able to receive that one, it's by airdrop only you need to also be a holder of the Audio Gallery's Mint Pass. Uh, You can go to Audio Gallery's Discord, or you can drop us a DM. No doubt uh, Sigrid, my colleague, uh, has probably already pinned it somewhere up in the nest. Yes, she has. It's the third third tweet pinned in the nest. But yes, if you hold that Mint Pass and you pick up uh, an in-between, which is the open edition right now, We take a snapshot later next week and we will airdrop the second artwork to you, which is called Ego Death. Okay, that's all of that boring stuff out of the way. Adi, so beautifully honest and uh, we're really, really grateful because I'm sure some of these things aren't always easy to speak about. Um, But I would like to just change direction a little bit. And I'd like to talk about you in this space specifically, like uh, before we move into telling us about those two pieces of Work that you've created for audio galleries. Tell us about how you discovered Web3 or how uh, you came to work with time. Like, what has your introduction to this space been like for you?
2: First of all, I so once I got in, um, once I was introduced to, okay, let let me uh, uh, rephrase it. Rephrase?
0: Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah,
2: my English just left my brain for a second. So I was, um, it was, I think, when time, I, I kind of, the first introduction I had to the space was in the genesis, I think, that time did, that I was still modeling. I just signed with IMG Worldwide and all the ego and all the shit, just like all the huge campaigns I wanted for years and just like vice president signed me. It's like the worst version of myself, probably the most self loath I had. Just like super model bitch vibe. So I came like to set and I was in, I was like the me and another model for like Julie Pacino's piece, like Genesis and of the Genesis of time, if I'm not wrong. Don't even, Timeca, you might know the name of it. Um,
0: the, the Generation of Wealth one or the The slices of future. time.
2: I think. Yeah. A, yeah. yeah. Build a better future. Be, yep. yeah. So i was like i didn't understand what is going on like i didn't understand what nfts are i I was very confused (laughs) and then (laughs) trying to understand what twitter is like in a more invasive way i I was just like i had no idea what is like it made no sense for four months like crypto nft vault. like i was just i felt so dumb so dumb (laughs) And so that was the entrance to it. Very, very nice. Um, but the people, wow. The people, the, the, the community, I I, like, I was shocked. I couldn't believe like how, almost like for the first time in my life, I experienced a group of people who elevate each other, support each other when it comes to art. Um, just full on happy to see other people succeed and doing something to help them succeed. It made no sense to me. I didn't believe it. Again, I'm coming from the like Instagram, social media, like physical materialistic matrix, matrix models, like uh, fashion weeks, girls fucking drugged each other before like horrible shit, like tennis matches, the same putting shit like in pe- like other players, water, like insane, and I just, I couldn't believe it, and then I saw that it's staying like that, and so I was like, oh my god, that's, what a beautiful, wow, there is another version of human, like there, oh wow, there is this ex- as well, other than everything I have I, experienced before, there is, so now it's almost like, oh wow, that's, now the universe kind of show me a different side of how things are operated and how people choose to be and operate and exist and behave, and I was drawn to it and fascinated by it and so, like, happy to be instead of like anxiety that social media usually brings me. It brings me. It brought me so much comfort. Um,
0: I love that, and uh, I feel exactly the same. I was scrabbling around here two years ago, wondering what the hell was going on. And it took me quite a while to figure it out. Um, and I still haven't really got it figured out entirely. But uh, the one thing that made me persevere was the, yeah, the community around me. That There are so many people in the space that are just wonderful and happy to help uh, bridge a gap and so um yeah I, I, i'm with you all the way there adi uh, tell us then um about these two pieces that you have particularly in between which is the open edition people can mint and then ego death the uh the piece that people could be airdropped
2: okay so are you ready for it because like we kind of we all we kind of went to a very <laughs> positive like went, <laughs> we, we got to the stage of now being like happy and Are you ready for that? Like very.
0: (laughs) Now we're going back. Are you
2: ready?
0: No. Okay. Go for it. it
2: From a very positive perspective, we're gonna try. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So in between is, dude. It's brutally honest. Um, I think first of all, it's my most honest piece by far. It took me two months. Usually, I'm finishing a painting in two hours, three hours. Two months. I just kept doing over and over something I thought I wanna do, something I had an idea to do. For two months I felt like I'm I'm going insane. It's it does not work. I was about to throw the the block I was doing on. And then I just like again, see it hit me and I was like, Holy fuck and expressed everything I felt. And like it's not only feeling, it's also really attached to It's like really attached to your nerve system because like when you're experiencing PTSD or detachment, dissociation, it's not really about you anymore. It's your dorsal. Like it's the most old part of your brain, like the survival, like fight or flight mode, part of your brain takes over. Adi, which is like that person that has choices and thoughts going to a different place in the brain, almost like shut down it's like sleeping in a different room and your nervous system takes over to kind of protect yourself so I, I painted from that place that barely happens to me and it just like painted for me it's really weird to explain it's very like neuroscience psychological I'm, I'm like guys if I were you I would get out of the space it sounds like so boring right now like what is she giving us like lecture about like neuroscience <laughs> now, what's her fucking deal <laughs>
0: um, not at all it's insightful
2: um yeah so just like i'm the opposite from split personality split personality is when you're you're so not aware your the trauma is so uh overcoming your existence that it will completely separate you you will never know about those parts of yourself and you're kind of fucked for the rest of your life sorry for anyone who might have that i i will my heart will go to if there's anyone in the audience like I would it's the toughest shit ever I know someone with that um, so in in what I'm experiencing it's it's kind of the opposite but with when it comes to that level of like uh, threat to my to like to my brain or my system whatever you want to call it, it will dissociate me to protect me so I won't have a seizure because that's what will happen usually that's how my brain will try to stop that from collapsing my brain or like overwhelmed, it will I will just have a seizure. And that started because that like that's what kind of caused me living in the modeling world a year ago. That's that whole incident that created all this shit. And I painted the this painting is basically about experiencing like that detachment when you're having like a detachment borderline trigger. Um situation that you're not entirely here that's actually a better name for the piece
0: <laughs> not entirely here
2: yeah let's let's change let's change. that that's <laughs> too the <name> late now <laughs> <laughs> that's the name uh, i think uh, in
0: between works perfectly yeah, i no, think I it uh, it's uh, uh yeah
2: yeah so it's like really in between it's like i'm in between that like white and black which is never gray it's like either happy or in so much pain and blue which is just like almost like in in my own prison of pain detached but feeling everything at the same time and cannot run away
0: i could see that i could see those bars that prison look I i could uh, it's if you if someone had asked me to analyze and take a guess um I see it. I think it's really, really clear. It's a beautiful piece, really, honestly. So well, like, so beautifully. It's come out so beautifully as well. The the digital version of your painting, and you can see it's got so much texture in it. It's really incredible. Thank um, you so and, much. And and ego death, the the second piece. Yeah,
2: that's more fun. That's more cool. So that's um yeah, ego death is like um, I think when I when i decided to kill that version of me that was alive instead of me that is speaking now for nine years eight years all the years that i was modeling in it was a, almost like a like a different version of me that had to be created in order to survive in the modeling industry because it was so abusive so it was part of me. I was convinced it's me for eight years, and then you just realize that that's not you. It's not you. It's a complete egoic version of you, almost like uh Have any one of you ever saw Mr. Robot? No, I no haven't.
0: No, huh?
2: I just Sorry. That's no one... Ah, yeah, yeah, now I just... I just <laughs> surrendered. I just surrendered. No, so it's, it's... Again, it's not a split personality because you're not aware of the personality, and, like, you... Once you have that, you're, like, fucked for life. You cannot get away with it. No meds, no nothing. This is just, like, a complete, like, your survival mechanism to protect you from, like, experiencing those horrible things that are permanent. But it just, one day, I just, like, I was able to see that, that it's, it's not me. And letting that go of something that was, So-called trying to protect me and now was hurting me so much, preventing me from experiencing happiness or or my authenticity or my joy that doesn't exist in that, like, version of me's eyes. It's just about, like, what's at least painful? Joy doesn't exist. So letting that go, which is, again, it's all ego because the ego – The human ego is there to protect us, to prevent us from being abandoned or feeling pain or or feeling hurt, It's but it usually hurts us because it prevents us from experiencing and taking risks and being vulnerable. So letting that go was the hardest shit I've ever had to like. That battle, my ego found ways then to come back, I'm telling you, the most creative ways. I was like in awe. like you fucking asshole how did you like masking yourself in different variations of things like fascinating i'm like literally talking like and i'm very i've learned psychology for years as well so i'm just like fascinating by seeing myself from the side i'm like this is unbelievable and i was convinced i'm beating it and then i'm like no you bitch like you have like you're you're delusional like it's right here in something else trying to sabotage you something else don't be fool um, so that's kind of that when I really cut that version of a full-on and decided to just let it go because it doesn't serve me anymore. It nothing but hurts me. And once I know that, I cannot blame anyone that whatever people did horrible things to me, once I'm aware, I have the choice. And therefore, it's in my hands. It's my responsibility. And it's up to me. So if I want to cause myself, her and soft, continue to suffer and being in that misery of blame. I failed. It's only because of me and I'm the reason I still feel this way. And that's what like that ego wanted because it's comfortable in that place. And just letting that go is that piece of like just like separates almost like deconstruct my existence, physically rip it off separate it from each other and just choose the parts I
1: want. And that's a good bet. You, you like so clearly portrayed that in this second image and ego death. I'm like, I'm blown away because I'm, I'm listening to you speak about this process of, of letting something go that's not good for you. And I'm seeing on the left-hand side, right? I very much you transitioning into this, this lighter, this cleaner, this like more crisp image, this, this way that you can see yourself. And then on the on the left hand side, it's like you're it's layered and it's complicated and it's messy. And you you sort of start seeing parts of that left side creep in on the right side. But it's it's being overcome by this lightness. So I don't know if that was like the intention in what you were trying to like portray visually. But I'm I'm absolutely getting that like that struggle, that constant battle that you're in in this in this image, it's so powerful and and beautiful and I just totally commend you. I mean it's just like amazing, amazing job conveying such a complicated story about sort of like that that overcoming of challenge in your life and finding the things that are, you know, rewarding to you and freeing and and you know covering and painting and using your process to overcome the things that are hurting, hurting you or detrimental. I, I mean, it's so powerful. I'm very moved. Thank you so, so much.
2: And I'm, I'm like, you make me blush. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to
0: say. I don't know what to say. I'm like, so honored.
2: Thank you.
0: It's fantastic. And uh, yeah, Tristan, thank you so much for your contribution today. So yeah, on point. I completely agree. Um, okay. Well, look, uh, let's, Let's move to a, another bright place. Let's talk about the future, Adi. Have you got have you got plans? Have you got collections that you're working on? Have you got collaborations, perhaps? Like, what does the future, short-term, medium-term, long-term, however you want to put it, what does the future look like?
2: Um, actually, I decided to be brave and start doing graffiti in the street and be arrested and be shipped in a cage to Israel and fail. No. Um, I wanted for a while, I'm like, can I do that? Like, can I be one of those cool people? And I was like, dude, you're going to be sent home so quickly. Um, so, no. I wish I could do graffiti and kind of embrace that but, like, hell no. Um, yeah, so I'm actually um, doing a solo show in um, with a gallery, contemporary gallery in Lisbon um, that boutique gallery that I didn't even know actually um, worked with like known artists and the other day I saw and I was like kind of shocked that like they even want to wanted to do a solo for me I'm like you guys have famous artists why why me like I've done nothing so I'm kind of blown away it's it's in the still in the work like I need to ship them eight pieces um, but it's going to be until the end of the year, if I'm not wrong. So am I going to fly there? And it's going to be like the first physical kind of thing I will do. Um, in The gallery and this whole thing. So I'm really, really, really excited for that. Um, I'm also having a piece in Julie Pacino's um, movie that she just finished filming that is very exciting for me because that, that one piece – kind of evolved into a whole collection that i'm doing now of those kids that again while i did it i had no idea what i'm doing or painting god knows what it was and then it's like oh different stages of like youth in trauma but like in a very beautiful like innocent almost like sarcastic way very sarcastic so it's like it's cool and edgy um so i'm like gonna do 20 physical pieces like very i'm really proud of that so once the time is like feels right i'm gonna drop that um and just wanna learning and being inspired by so many amazing artists in this space god damn it it's unbelievable i gotta say like thank you x and i'm pretty sure he's not here but like dude i love his art so much he's so awesome and jake and Perine and so many other amazing artists and painters here in Naya. I never met her personally, but she's a she's amazing. Like her work is beautiful and endless, endless amount of creative AI, which I will never know how to do. Respect to you guys. Just like I'm, it's beautiful because I I I it is it brings me so much inspiration and I'm educating and in awe, and it's just amazing. So just I want to focus on more in that as well. Also, just like Kind of suck in from
0: others. I love it. Yeah, so much, so much inspiration in the space right now. Um, okay, well, look, we have some quick fire questions. Um, and then I'm happy to open it to the audience if there's anyone in the audience that wants to come up and ask a question uh, or make an observation. So, very, very quickly, um, while anyone who wants to come up uh, requests to, um, Adi, here are some little questions I ask most people. Um, and it's quick fire. So tell me your favorites. So I would like to know your favorite movie.
2: Just go with it, don't judge me.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> that's my favorite <laughs> comedy. I've seen it 40 times. Again, don't judge me, saved me. <laughs> Sense- no I didn't reverse. expect
0: it, Sense- i be my, honest. My, my fer-
2: that's like my, my, that's my favorite comedy. This is like my comfort movie. When it comes to like my actual favorite movie, Clockwork Orange, they far.
0: Oh, wow. Yes, awesome. Uh, Favorite artwork or NFT?
2: It's gonna be, I think, either one of Perrine's later pieces. Actually, what she did to uh, for Deepak, it was it blew my mind. I couldn't believe, and the painting she did of me. No, I'm joking. That's, she's <laughs> that's so much more beautiful things. Like who, I can't even I can't even fake it. Thank you, X's, Ryan's Brian's. Uh, I think the piece I've seen in his place. I just, I I started it, like, Julian and his wife went to the table, and Perrine, and I'm just, like, outsider, just, like, staring at the painting at the entrance of their house for, like, 20, 30 minutes. Just, like, cannot move. So, that was just blew my mind completely.
0: Uh, I love that. Okay, so your favorite book.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, like. Tough, right? (laughs) Oh, God, what, what are you doing to me? I'm like trying to be educated and focus, on like what, what smart books that like show my intelligence, ah. read and loved. it's like nothing comes up, nothing comes up.
0: No worries. Okay. Final one. Final one. Favorite fictional character.
2: Honestly? Bob yeah. from the Minions. He's yes. He's, I love him so much, man. I see so much of me in him, So like I identify so much, I love him. <laughs>
0: we have never had a minion but that's awesome well, um i know that tristan has a hard stop now at 2 p.m est tristan thank you so much for coming up really appreciate you as ever
1: this was a blast thank you so much for having me and Adi, This will not be the last time we chat i'm sure
2: yeah i would really i need to learn so much more from you so please stay dutch
1: <laughs> we we definitely <laughs> will thank you, you so much me. for today <laughs> thank
0: you. awesome um well look for the first time in a long time, we haven't had anyone request to come up, which is okay. But uh, but still, Tamika, how are you doing? All right? I'm great. That was awesome. Very enjoyable. Yeah, I agree. Really, <laughs> look beautiful. Some amazing uh, answers to some, you know, quite difficult questions. I guess. Um. So, Adi, I I think we will stop there. But I am so grateful for your time and for you coming up and being so honest and um and and open and it's been really really wonderful getting to know you to that end so thank you so much um thank, thank i did you. i wondered if if there were any final words you wanted to say before i uh i take us through our rap and then pay another banger of a track that you've selected by the way
2: i gotta say first of all like the, the the songs i'm very proud of my choices i'm very proud it's a very nice nostalgia we love the music of 2007-8 it's the best um, agreed but yeah, I just, again, I'm like right now, it's not a very thriving uh, period for NFTs and, and like Twitter, especially since threads. I I, I believe threads song not going to really make it for the long run. I don't know, but like the fact that I didn't expect so many people to show up. I really didn't. So I'm so, <clears throat> I'm thankful and really honored again to. Get to know you to that point, and 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 Tristan, Tristan, I'm not wrong, right?
0: That's right, Tristan. Tristan,
2: and just have amazing questions that will probably help me down in the long long run, and I will have to with myself just ask myself again those questions, um, <laughs> and just like share that, that side of me, and or the, like that chapter of my journey, which is that's like why we're here. It's like, this is what, what art is about. Like, if it's not being honest, vulnerable, exposed, why on earth, like, why the hell are we here for
0: hundred percent it? like... agree. And uh, I think you've done an amazing job of answering them. And uh, if you ever want to come back and answer them again, you're very, very welcome. So thank you so much. Everyone, next week, we are back with another Time Pieces artist. We've got Crickstover uh, Stover. Cricks, as I uh, refer to him. Absolutely beautiful artwork. I was chatting with him earlier in uh, Nigeria and we had a great conversation. I'm certain it's gonna be another wonderful conversation next week. Uh, I will be communicating with you all regarding that over the next few days. In the meantime, please go to OpenSea.io. You have now less than 72 hours to collect Hardy's beautiful piece in between. And remember that there is a second airdropped artwork for those who collect it and hold an audio Gallery's mint pass Uh, Thank you to the team from OpenSea for coming up today. Thank you for timepieces. Also for the team from uh, Rug Radio. I saw they came in uh, a little earlier. Thanks ever so much for everything you do. Um, Everyone else, really appreciate you coming out today. Uh, busy week. And uh, I know you all have lots of things to do. So coming here and listening to us for an hour or so is always so much appreciated. Okay, Adi, uh, thank you again. Really appreciate your time. I'm going to play out your final song, which is one, by the way, I hadn't heard in about 10 years, Um, but it's Big City Life. Thank you so much. GM, everyone. Have a great day. this is all-